turn my volume. Yo, yo, we here, we here, we live to another one, we live to another one. As I wait for my brother Tracy to join, um, it's been another week. As we me start on what that was. Let me start on what that was. I'm gonna tell y'all as I wait for my brother. Logging into YouTube and sure. game overcooked. My lady got hooked on the game overcooked, and she just popped her head in like, "Oh, well, the controller's not working. Just use the other controller, baby girl." But you know, that's my rib, and y'all know how that go. You know, as me and Tracy often talk about, I'm a fiance. Tracy was good. That's my rib, and y'all know how that go. You know, as me and Tracy often talk about, I'm a fiance. Tracy, what's good? You a big fiance? That's what's good. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Hey, yo. Let me see. Let me have my brother to the live. Yo, we got a good show for y'all tonight, though. We here. We here. Um, I had. To, I was gonna come in hot today, and I forgot what I was gonna come in hot about. I'm in here. Here I am. Um, Introduce the show first, bro. Come on now. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to the home. You forgot? Good. Chosen one. That's my I'm brother. Chosen, man. Another week. Guy. Proud to be here. Happy to be chopping it up with my brother here for the ADP family. So let's have a great, fantastic show. We got y'all a little surprise for tonight. It's still a surprise. It's I don't know how much surprise. But we're gonna call it a we're gonna call it a brand party. We're gonna call it a brand party. Gotcha. We got um, you know, foe from the primetime foe show. Wow. We'll talk to foe show. We'll be, you know, we've been playing the name. I, I don't know. Um, we're gonna add it to the live. I think Fo was fucking with Primetime Fo Show. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I thought that was the vibe. Don't do that. I mean, the vibe is the vibe. <laughs> okay. You feel me? So we're gonna add folks to the live and then you know our DSP listeners, y'all hear y'all hear when she yeah. come in. There she go. Big foe. Yes, sir. <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Much ready for Friday. Look at that. Family. Prosperity family in this thing. What's good? Yes, sir. I'm glad to be a part of the brand. Hold on, I can't hear. You turned the wrong phone and turned the wrong one down. Lord have mercy. But what you ready for Friday for? Got a very special guest coming on Friday. Uh AG. Oh, you do, do. Oh, remember the good old days when we used to uh go to happy hour on every, every week? Man, what? We used to be lit. <laughs> yeah, same folks go to happy hour every week. So, there you go. Bad boy, don't make it weird, bro. I think I'm getting the echo. Are you getting the echo um, on us out? I, I did hear one, but now it kind of left, but, you know. Uh, maybe I'm good. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we might be straight. We should. I be bet. Cool. Um, what was I about to say? Nah, yeah, we good. I think we good. If we not, we will. No, I can hear. I don't have an echo anymore. Okay. Cool, cool, but yo, so what? Yo, do we call this the All Done Podcast and the and the uh prime time? Whatever feels, whatever feels right to you, my man. Whatever feels right to you. 
Nah, because there's a lot of people in Tampa who did what felt right. <laughs> I don't think that's not what I'm speaking about. I think that's a little backwards. Ah, well. Uh. Between your Zoom. I love that Instagram. Can you hear me? Not nah, Zoom. You said what's on that? You know, I mean, either I way, it. we could cut it. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll do what we need to do. It's not a big deal. I mean, it is if I can't hear. Wait, well, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> All right, are we good? Or are we not good? This is not a good first prosperity brand live, is it? I mean, <laughs> first of many. So I mean, we gotta take our time. You know, people show us some grace. You know, we always talk about that showing people grace. We always talk about that. All right, so let's start off with Elfo. Introduce yourself to the, to the ADP that don't know you. My name, um, real name is LaShonda. Nobody calls me that. Everybody calls me by my last name, which is Griffin. Uh, nickname, I got the nickname when I was in elementary, forehead. We kind of shortened it to foe as I got older. Uh, and when I started playing football, uh, one of my favorite players was Deion Sanders. So I love the way he covered, plus he don't like tackling, so... Uh, I got the nickname Primetime, so I just went into the with the Primetime foe. And of course, I'm an alumni of the Jackson State University. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's I, a lot of y'all. My man went down there, y'all converted him. Now he's Jackson State band this, Jackson State that. My man no. can't get it out of his system now. Yeah, I, mean, I cover what I cover when I cover it. I know. Uh huh. But no, that's 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 fire. That's fire. That's fire. Um, man. Like I said, me and Fo known each other for years. Very first time uh, I I seen Fo, we was flag football. All of a sudden, I see somebody with a with a fade and a mohawk on the field, all over the place. And then she threw up, throw up. Who is this? Like, yo, who is this? <laughs> yeah, it was right around her birthday. That's what you do. Like, like nerves or like we had a night before? No, it's probably a hungover. Night before. Okay, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah, the traditional it, 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 football sport <laughs> nervous type of thing. Yeah, that's what I was probably hungover. Yeah. I, I respect yeah, it. Yeah, definitely hungover. We all been there. We all been there. And, you know, the rest is history. We became locked in. Um, Definitely love what Foe was doing with her uh, Talk to Foe show and, you know, covering women's football. And she talks about a lot of women's sports in general. And that, that shit was super dope to me. And as I kept listening and listening, I'm like, yo, for you, a good product. Like, we need to get you on DSPs. Yo, come join the brand. Hit Tracy up. Tracy, yo, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, now we're right. here. Now we're here now. Um, That's kind of why I wanted to start, though, is like, what, what, how does one get into one, women's football? Because I think that is, I think we've talked about that a few times on the show as far as it's something that I think we support, but I don't know, you know, how many teams do they have in New York? It's not many, right? What, one or two that you folks pop, came up here to play once once or twice? One in D.C., one in Albany? No, we, we didn't play the New York team, um, but there is a New York team, or two. I know it was one upstate, yeah. but it's one like basically like close to Long Island where we're from. Um, I think I remember you saying that. But, Phil, how did you get into to, to women's football? How did you how did you discover this this? This new trend that I think is really going to be taking over the country here in the next couple of years. Well, I'm going to start with this first. Uh, a lot of people don't realize women's football, tackle football, has been around for 20 plus years. Damn. Yeah. It just got down south in Mississippi the last five, six years. But mm -hmm. when I was in school, I was, I was a hooper. But I, I wanted to play football. 
back then you had to have permission. My mom's like, no, nah, I'm not signing off on this. So I kind of sh- shot away from it. But I started playing flag football with the, uh, at the time we were the Lady Dynasty. And I saw us for the Bill Tackle team brought to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, uh, called the Mississippi Royalty. So I'm like, oh, I want to do this tackle. And I had seen one of my close friends that played in Texas years prior, seen them, which is ironic that the person that's over our league, that was actually the team she was playing for at the time also, had no idea. But watching them, I'm like, Man, I wish we had that here. So uh, once it came to the Mississippi, uh, like I said, I wanted to try it out for Mississippi Royce. I played there one year, uh, me and Regina Jackson, RJ3. Uh, and we had a couple more players. We just wanted to leave Hattiesburg. We wanted to bring a team to Jackson. So we talked to Steve. He was like, hey, yo, bring a team here. We want to play at home. And that's how it all got started. Let's go. And, and- yeah, you remember the very first practice? With us, whoo, it was ugly. <laughs> it, was, it was it was around I think we did it like seven o'clock in the morning. It was ugly, ugly, like bad ugly, or like it was thin. Oh, it was thin. Oh, yeah, it was new. We did it like at seven o'clock in the morning. It was three coaches, me, Cam, and Steve. No, four, me, Cam, Steve, and Jay that day. And we each had like two footballs and was like, all right, well, let's start. All right, we should tell people. So you coach, obviously, Fabio, you coach the offensive line. I do. I coach the offensive line. And Foe is a DB. Foe is a DB. Okay, cool. That's, a, that's that's important for people to know. I mean, I knew that, but I think people – I think the perspective of position, because I got some positional questions, especially if you know, one of your idols was primetime, the primetime. I mean, that's – Oh, before we even get into that, Tracy, what's your football history since we on the football talk? My football history? I, I, I've been playing football yeah. or around the game of football in some capacity or another since I was five years old. So in okay. one area or another, um, I think when we were growing up, we did tackle football. Mm-hmm. You could never play. You know, they had, like, limits and stuff. But um, Hey, wait, 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 what? Why would we break that up? I'm just saying, bro. You asked me about the past. You remember b But why would we ask you about your past? I'm just saying, you was there. You was part of my past. Just no, I wasn't. I wasn't on the football team. I'm just giving I people played baseball. I'm just giving and people I dominated that shit, too. So don't, don't, don't do that. Very good. I used to go watch it. It was very, it was fun. Um, but yeah, so yeah, in, in some capacity or another, that was like I said, back in back in the day, they could do tackle football um at five. And so I was thinking about that was another actually a, a segue for a question that I did have is like I was and and you know, Bo put put me on because I didn't know tackle football for women has been going on in some capacity across the country for 20 years. That's that's amazing. Um, but for me, when I was five years old. I mean, now you can't find, it's hard to find tackle football for children. But, you know, when I was five, that's what we did. And so I think at that time, do you remember any females? Because you came to a couple of my practices. Do you remember any girls on the team? I think I remember one. There might have been one that came out every year. And she was there every year, faithful. Her mom would let her do it. She was out there, faithful. Brentwood Youth Activities. I don't remember any um um girls playing football at that time, but in middle school, it was a team we played against, and they waited till the game was over, and they had to beat us, and, you know, she took off a help, and they said, ha-ha, you got beat by a girl, blah, blah, blah. So, um, that's that's as far as I remember. I don't think our coach was going for nothing like that in high school. Yeah, our coach was kind of a racist. Um, uh, of he, he had, he had, I'm not going to say it, yeah. I'm put that on out there, but I 
I would say that there there. was there was some there was some people that had some issues. But I I think that's a my point in saying that since you asked me about my football background is I think it's important to to exactly what Fo was doing is highlighting uh women's sports and letting people know. And I think that's it's not like we're bringing this is something new like she like she just said it's twenty years in the making. Um, but I think it's important to highlight it. And so I think that's why this partnership and 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 putting this brand with our brand and and just trying to you know stay revolutionary because I think that's what we're all about, right? We want to have those tough conversations. And now tonight, obviously, it's going to be surrounding football and and you know a, a very important league, I think. But you know that's kind of the brand. That's our brand mission statement, so to speak. That we. Yeah, come on, man. Statement. We you got mission statements, we man. Like, we didn't have a meeting like, about no damn mission statement. Like you can make it up, That's bro. what we do, and I've sent you the mission statement. So for you to just like act like that doesn't exist is very that's okay. When you send it to me, you I've know seen, I got it. Yeah, by the way, MS Awareness Month is coming up. I know, and for um, all the best friends of people with MS, I got the support group for y'all because they always blame everything on MS. You could bet your bottom fucking dollar if he do something and he don't remember, bro. I got MS. That's not oh, an excuse. Oh my God. It oh, is you, get it too. Say. you get it too. You get it too. Okay. Don't say that. There you go. There you we go. didn't even get we didn't even do our shout outs or nothing like that today. We kind of just that's fine. You, do you have any do anybody got any? I'm good on it. Yeah, I'm good. One, but you know, y'all kind of can't with that. Just gonna shout out MS, MS, MS month, bro. I mean, no, I was just saying it's coming up. It's March. It's March. MS month is March. Um, you know, I'll do what I do when it comes, but for now, I'm, I'm chilling. All right, less, um, about, less about you and your ailments. Back to foe and, and this DB, this DB stuff. So, what is how long have you been doing this? Let's let's talk about you know that we got into the start a little bit, but how long have you been playing tackle football? I've been playing five years, but people told me if you were putting in work during the COVID year, we didn't play that count. So six years with tap. That's a long time. That's a long time. And so obviously you're on the opposite side of the ball. And I was curious about this. You're an offensive guy and foes defense. Where I come from, you know, those two, you know, sides of the ball don't necessarily mesh. So I'm wondering the mm-hmm. the type of relationship that y'all were able to build is fascinating to me because I'll be honest with you. While I like a lot of offensive guys, I mean, we were, I guess you could say we were cool. There's a different level on the dark side. And I know, obviously, Mike, you you, you kind of was on the dark side, but now you, you've been over there a little while. So what I was I was always curious about the dynamic that y'all had as friends being on two different sides of the ball. Or does that matter? In, 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 well, we were friends first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we, we get out there, I mean, we speak and chop it up. But I mean, I don't talk too much noise. But if we winning on defense, I just re- honestly just got back out there last weekend, really. Yeah. <laughs> so we are are on opposite sides of the ball. But um, I tell people this: like, yes, I coach the O line, but I coach football. Um, I'm always a student of the game, so we chop it up about a bunch of different stuff. Um. I like to know what they're doing on defense. It, it helps me coach offense. And like Bo said, we was friends before football. You know, follow bro. Um, so you know how that go. Uh, and you know, if it comes to scrimmage time, yeah, like it's not nah, knock that corner out. We, we, say we, no we, if. Ain't no, ain't no if. 
It's coming. Yeah, when it's, it's finished nice. time, we running our screen play. It's hey, coming. it's happening. What you got to do after? You know, it's love. All right, well, that's that's. And then once the season start, and once the season start, is one team. Yeah, we won, so we got one goal. That's beautiful because a lot of the I've been on some teams as both a player and a coach where you know that that dynamic can get a little toxic because of competition, right? And I think that was that was the kind of my next question is another another great segue. What is the competition like, right? Because now you you said you said you've been in this game for you know five maybe six years. What is the level of competition for those people who say, you know, it's women's football? You know, how hard can they hit, right? What what's the level of scheme? And strategy that that can be digested in a in a springtime season. So talk to us a little bit about the competition of, of female football. I think it's very intense. Um, just because we're females don't mean we're not just as fast or we may not hit as hard because I didn't see some females get I can curse on here, right? Of course. Because you know, mine's explicit. I've seen some females get knocked off their ass. I did my first year. <laughs> it, it was a welcome to, to the league. Like, so if everybody's bringing it in, to highlight our league, especially in the WNFC, in that central division, you have to bring it. It's very competitive because if you don't bring your A game, you're going to be watching the playoffs from the house or you're going to get embarrassed. It's simple. Like, do you think it's gonna be a cakewalk? You would get embarrassed. What's the young? What was the, what was the lady? Uh, what's the quarterback that wore y'all out last year? The one that I see that game that last the second half of that game. What's her name? She retired. Is what oh, okay. Bush. That's the Brittany Bush. But yeah, so even with that though, even to that point, Tracy, um, like she was like a, a interning for the Browns or something like that as a quarterback coach. Yeah, she did, yeah it was one of the teams. Yeah, she. I think it could have been the Browns. Yeah. It was, it, it was the Browns for sure. So to your point, like she plays in this league and then, you know, she also interns as a coach for the uh, Cleveland Browns the NFL team. So these, 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 these women, they get after it and they know, they know the sport. Mm-hmm. And um, even the ones that come in later and like, don't really know football as well. They, they tend to learn it fast. And um, as a coach, we use that as a teaching, teaching mechanism as well. Like, yo, just watch football. Like, as you learn this stuff and learn different things, watch football so you can see it'll become clear to you. Because a lot of times practices, it's hard to have a full scale, 11 on 11, eye in the sky, so we can break every individual thing down. But if you watch an NFL game and you see it moving, it's like, yo, a lot of this stuff, football is, a lot of people don't realize football is simple. The X's and O's of football is simple. They don't really change. And it's just run differently at different levels. And so just watch it and you'll see. That makes total sense. And I think what what for I, I, a question I have for you and thinking about how simple football is to me. And I never thought, I know obviously there's some controversy surrounding female tackle football. I think even the, the amount of time it's been around, I think there are some people who still say maybe they can't compete. And I think there was a story not too long ago about a young lady receiving a D1 scholarship to go play college football. So these things are happening and, and you see these stories, but I, I my my question was, what what is the the type of rigorousness of of learning football? So like like Mike was saying, we don't have maybe I don't have the eye in the sky, but what is the time commitment, right? Like what is for me? It was practices two hours. You got you know six, seven, eight meetings in a week. What is the schedule for uh, the the WNFC or W? Yeah, I said that right. WNFC. Before I answer that, uh, shout out to Tony Harris. That was the 
person, the player you were referring to who got the D1 scholarship. She plays in the league for the Legends. So, so shout out to her. Uh, but it's a big commitment. Uh, I put in a lot of time, you know, practice is three hours. But if you think you're going to get any, every, anything out of a practice session, you're completely wrong. And you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because you have to train. Like I work outside of, I work out outside of football. I had surgery. So I recently just started getting back into it. But before surgery, I was outside doing drills at least two to three times a week. And when, before my trainer moved, I paid for a trainer. So it's, it's a lot of, I tell people football don't pay me, <laughs> but I treat it as a full-time job sometimes because it takes so much of my time. And you have to put in the work outside of practice. You have to watch him. You have to watch yourself to be able to see where you messed up on to learn. And obviously it's working because y'all, you know, y'all made it to the championship. I want to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it to the championship. So I'm looking forward to see what the Lady Panthers are going to do this year. What is the what is the outlook? Um, that was another question I had. What is what what can we expect? So fact, Mike, uh, Coach Mike on the live. You you gotta love the game. You do. It's it's um, win or bust. So y'all are in that position this year. Y'all have y'all have elevated to a position where people have expectations of the Mississippi. Yeah, we have very high expectations. We expect to get back to the ship. Mm -hmm. I expect nothing less. Because we're put together uh, the caliber of team we have put together and the pieces that we have added, there's no reason we shouldn't get back to the championship. I respect it. That's what I like to hear too. I like to hear that. That's that that competitive energy that competitive fervor that i'd be talking about i be trying to explain it to my good friend over here but he don't be listening <laughs> so we got you ain't gonna just skip over that i'm we're always into, competitive we're into the football stuff but i do want to talk about the brand stuff so you've done you know several interviews and just talk to us a little bit about what it is um that your brand is about who you've been talking to some of the cool things that people can look forward um not only for your brand but for the league in general my biggest thing, I wanted to spotlight women's tackle football. I wanted to give females a platform where they can come on and speak and be themselves. Like, I didn't want to show where it's filtered. We can't sit here and be honest. Like, no, talk your shit. Like, curse, say whatever is on your mind, don't hold back. And I also wanted to give fans and people who may have not watched somebody play a chance to get to know the player. So I've and I brought on lately some heat. Uh, I'm gonna have back to back to back uh, USA gold medalists on. So I had uh, Amber Craft on last week. She's an Olympic gold medalist. Kristen London, which her dad coaches at I think St. Mary. He coaches uh, college football. Uh, I've had my own teammates on. I've had Houston uh, Mamas, one of their owners on. I got AG who uh, she plays in the league. She's a US a gold medalist who played in the last world championship so i just want to just bring your females the opportunity to come on my show and just talk be them spread the love let everybody know how did they come into playing tackle football and you know what talk your shit no that division is dope uh, that's definitely that's definitely dope definitely fire um yeah. um yeah that's definitely dope definitely fire i love i i How do I come up? Oh, I think about it during the week. Well, technically, sometimes I don't think about it until Friday. <laughs> but I look at the person's background. Do that too. 
yeah. like I, I look at their background and if I see they play in college and stuff like that, I want to ask about what did you do in college or what's your accomplishments? What, what awards have you won? You know, are you a shit talker or are you quiet on the field? So I like, I like a little controversy sometimes with, with some of my questions, but with some of my, uh, People I bring on, they want the questions before they come on. So, <laughs> yeah, what's no, what's no fun in those type of interviews? But uh, it's no fun at all. um, so we're gonna we're gonna flip those questions on you. You know, one question I love that you ask is, "Are you a shit talker on the field? Are you quiet? What you do?" Well, I'm a shit talker, but at the same time, I'm quiet sometimes. The beginning of my career, I was a big shit talker. But now I'm kind of quiet. But if you turn me up, I'm gonna start talking shit. Okay. I, I wanted to a, a question I had because y'all are y'all are y'all have been so successful, um, especially over the last couple of years. What's your toughest opponent? Give us some insight on the WNFC. Give us what's that receiver that you got to line up against that you like? All right, this well, we know who the big dogs are. But go ahead, yeah, for this interview, you, we know who the big dogs are. We talk uh, about Texas them. Elite is the the toughest team. I mean, they hadn't been beaten in. Four or five years, forever. Uh, they hadn't lost okay. in this league. So, okay. but my favorite wide receiver, I love going against this a Texas wide receiver, which is Liz Landry. The reason why I love going against her is she's around my age, maybe a couple years older. And for her to be the age that she is, she still got it. Mm. Like, she still got it and he's bringing it. So, shout out to Liz. You know, first responder as well. And I think that's why we have so much respect for each other. But that's my favorite wide receiver to go against. And I have so much respect for him. Um, you got any receivers you scared to, scared to line up against? You said respect, but oh, you just like man, this about to be this about to be a long game. Let me tell you something about the players. Y'all don't admit when I got now. They got me a little worried. I might, you know, I might go ahead and bail a little early. Nobody put fear in my heart. I think to me, the toughest competition. I mean, be honest, is my wide receivers in practice. <laughs> you know, if you can hold them down, you can go out there and play against anybody. But nah, nobody would ever put fear in, in, in me. No Which, well, who was you thinking about though? You had a name. You had, you had somebody in mind. No, I didn't have a name. I was just asking you the question. You didn't have nobody in mind that you was like, ah, well, I'm thinking I'm gonna say, yeah. Oh, shit. Let me tell you something. Fall wear that blue jersey. So I would hope the answer was, I'm not scared of shit. But you know, you never, you never know. Um, you never know. What was a situation where you was just like, yo, how did I end up in this situation? Like example, I used an example earlier where we we were on a play where the tackle was coming to get the corner. Mm-hmm. So what was the situation like? Damn, how did I end up? How did this end up happening? Yeah, that's an ugly situation. Yeah, that probably happened my first year when Bull, rest in peace, Bull, uh, running back for Alabama Fire, literally ran through my ass. <laughs> I was gonna get into it because we all got something like that where we got, you know, you get you get got. It happens. And I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> No, I've been there. I didn't know we could hit this hard. Hey, ooh, and Bull was a, a big, thick running back. Like, so. I know. I've, if you listen to the Primetime Fo Show, talk to Fo Show, you, you know, you know, she listens to RB. On ask what's on your pregame playlist, but what's your pregame meal? A uh, pregame meal, you really want to know? Yeah, I want some wings. <laughs> <laughs> I want some hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Not no protein, not no, not no, not no yogurt. You don't want no oatmeal. I need some hot wings. Not with the ranch or blue cheese. I need blue cheese. Shout out to the blue cheese, but here's another thing. Here's, you need something else before every game, and I know this. Oh. I know this. Tell the listeners yet. I, I need, need a shot of liquor. Every game. I, you know, I take a, some, a shot of liquor. It helps with my concentration and my cramps. You and Marshawn Lynch, y'all the two that, that have chosen to take that route. I don't know. It never helped. I used to do it when I played. Really? Yeah. Tracy helps. It would it, it would it would calm my nerves. Um, would keep me. I got bad no. stomach. I had a bad stomach though. So once that shit go down and start burning, I can't run in the physical. Yeah. But can I tell I'm you how it happened for me? Why I start drinking? Yeah, go taking ahead. shots. Yeah, give us that. All right. All right, play flag and during flag season. We used to always get lit before the game, right? So <laughs> so playoff yeah, right? Yeah. For me, we had the grills. We 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 had the going drinks on the side, and then we didn't keep that. You need to do better. I am a fiance now, so you know I, I changed my life. All right, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Don't listen to this name. So playoff day, you know, we were short this particular day, so I'm like, you know what? I ain't gonna drink, right? Cramp the whole damn championship game in my in my feet. Body is used to it. Body so I said, I need shots. So first you're playing tackle football. Hold a crown. Guess what my coach, he looked back in the stands and was like, can somebody bring her a shot? And from then on, I'm just like, I'm just going to take a shot before the game. <laughs> I got a trick for this. I just need a shot. One shot might do it. One shot might do it. Not, not for me. I, 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 like I said, I got bad. I got bad. No, it, 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 can't do it. Can't do it, it. It's definitely a different feel. Um, and that, now, I guess that's part of your pregame ritual, huh? Gotta have that shot. You know, now? Mm, that's that's that old shit right there. You need to nap <laughs> before the game. I gotta get that nap in. I don't get no nap in. I'm gonna be grumpy. That's real. Mm. That's real. Who are the who are the sponsors for the WNFC that 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 people should know about? Because I think that that is not highlighted enough. I mean, there's obviously we're trying to do everything we can from a brand perspective, but we're not. You know, it says not Heineken. Or something to that that level, right? So, who are the big sponsors that are that are making sure that this league continues and that this this sport is highlighted? Got Adidas, Dicks, Rydell, off the top of my head. It's and those are major brands, right? So this is not some you know mom and pop situation. We're talking about major corporations that are supporting right. the league. And Adidas make our uniforms, so which is dope. Yeah. yeah right. Because we had, what did we have back in the day? We had, we used to do the Rydell back when Rydell was really all you had. It, it wasn't a Oh yeah, with the helmets. Yeah. I think that's that's how. I don't know if they are a helmet sponsor. They were at one point. Um, our helmets are Rydell though. Um, you know, shout out to shout out to all the sponsors of this and pushing pushing the envelope and pushing women's football forward. That's important. Um, damn, I lost MS moment. I had a question. There you go. I had a question coming. You know how MS work, bro. I don't. I mean, I've been trying to learn from you for the longest, but it Yo, just seems to just work in your favor. The Google button on the internet machine, bro. This shit will tell like you everything you need to know. I feel like it just works in your favor. Do you like, follow my personal page? If you follow my personal page, I, you had an MS, MS page. Like you had an MS page. There was, that was an MS my page personal before. page that I posted MS facts to, bro. You oh, got to chill. Listen, 
listen, okay. Whatever. They focus. Said. They focused on the task. Well, what is the plan? What is the plan after football, right? So I think I, I, we would love for this brand to continue and 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 grow and see you continue to highlight um, women's football. But uh, are there any plans of coaching? Maybe you want to get into ownership of the team because it seems like you're really entrenched in you know that world of of women's football. So what what would be next after after you're done playing? Crazy word of the day: entrenched in women's football come on you gotta start why don't you start posting the adbp fam y'all know tracy has a word of the day today's word is entrenched all right dug in google you want to google it you want to google it you want me to... i don't need to google it i know what it is but that's because i was a lineman and i coach o-line i know what the trenches mean okay cool that's that's and that's by the way that's where real football happens at in them trenches just a fyi just that, that's my tidbit but you know Carry on. But uh yeah, after football, when I'm done playing, I, I do want to get into coaching. I want to give back to women's football because I also think we need more women coaches. So that is something I, I would love to do. Ownership role, I'm not sure I'm ready for that one yet, but I do want to give back by coaching. Yeah, it's tough. it's tough. So so what do you feel is needed to push women's football forward? Do you think it's co- uh, coaches like coaching differences or ownership differences or more I think, behind it? I think it starts with the owners. Uh, uh, not saying they're not, but it, you you have to try to put your brand out in ways. You have to think outside the box, and you have to find a way to intrigue somebody to make them say, "You know what? I want to learn more about this team." It's not just about posting on social media or just putting flies. It's the consistency. Don't give up. Somebody might not respond or you may have a talk with somebody and you may not hear from them again, but keep pushing. Because women's football is only going to go as far as the owners. Then it comes to trickle down to the players. We have to put it out there first. We can't expect somebody to give when we're not putting it out. Sell your product. So you're your product. Sell your product. I, I respect that. that. Yeah, I respect that opinion because I mean, for us, for for you played for the the regular dynasty. Was it similar from the semi pro perspective for you, Mike? For me, yeah. Um, for me, it was honestly different. Um, and what I mean by that, there's already an NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got D1 college football. So you know, we were doing it as far as just uh, we enjoy doing it. Um, we weren't. You know, we were good at it. Don't get me wrong. We we fucked shit up, to be honest. We, right. we kicked ass. Yeah, we fucked right. shit up. Yeah, right. But, um, you know, there are some leagues that's ran well when it comes to men's semi-pro football. There's some leagues that's ran horrible. There's some teams that's ran amazing. There's some teams that's not ran well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, This product now has so much potential and so much room to grow and it's really just getting to the grind of it. Um, and honestly, that's how I really got into and started sticking with coaching on women's football because, um, like I said, the first year we was out there, I was still playing. I was still playing for the Mississippi Dynasty or whatever. And then the second year I was still playing, but I want to say it was a COVID year. But from that, I understood that, nah, these women need a coach that's dedicated to it. No, absolutely. Like, and not just... uh. Oh well, you know it's cool, it's fun, it's different. Is to be dedicated to the game the way they are. And now, 
seeing even seeing it now as we get different players from different places is just like as as I look at coaches, it's like, yo, you gotta be as dedicated as these women are. You got people coming from different states just to practice, you know. To play football. Talk about a coach that's right crazy that's right crazy as hell but okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah. but even so even with that so they're taking the game serious i'm sure they are you know when other people Kangaroos aren't and and, you know. yeah like you know um i like that no weekend warriors and that's usually what you call a football player weekend warrior but as a coach you can't be a weekend warrior like we gotta, we gotta put in the same amount of, fit. and it shows. It looks different than a practice when coach is not on the same page. Coach is not really caring. They just care because it's cool. They some coaches come because they want to be around a bunch of women. These ladies take this this sport serious, and they they some ballers. And that's how I got into coaching. Like now nah, they deserve better. They deserve my you know my full attention when I coach. So yeah. So I have a question for both of you because I think it's. I think the sport is continuing to grow and, and I think that's what we're trying to do and, and Bo is trying to do with her brand and primetime Bo's show. But if you had a magic wand and you could you could fix a problem, give the people an issue and then give the people a solution to take women's football to the next plateau. I guess you can go first. <laughs> um, so being that we still at ADP here and we got to talk about the real like funding. You got to get the you, the economics. Surprise, 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 surprise. Funding. Yeah, see? English said it right away. Funding. Um, right. You know, like I said, like, we, we, and I'm, I'm I'm saying we know I'm not a woman, but I'm a part of an organization, part of women's football. We pay to travel. We pay to be a part of teams. We pay to do all that. Everything we have, like, there's been times where, you know, we need, may need medical tape. Like, hey, coach, you on your way, grab some. Hey, we need water. Coach, you on the way, grab some. So we pay that. So funding, if we get the right funding behind it, um, and don't get me wrong, the owners of the league we're in and everything and the hires, they do they do an amazing job. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But still funding, you know, that is a dollar to you know push sports and, and profession professionally. So funding will definitely be a change on a magic wand that you put money behind it, that it'll grow. Well, if I had a magic wand. I get rid of some of these teams and leagues. Uh, I think that hurts women's sports. We got too many leagues for one. We have too many teams where you only have 15 or 16 players or teams that are playing on soccer fields or or fields with holes in. They have no standards. And if you have somebody that's trying to buy in and wants to invest in women's football and they go look at the wrong product, and they like, wait, I can't take them serious. If you get beat six to the zero, if you ain't got no players, or if the field conditions are poor. So if I had a magic wand, I, I would hope one day we can all come together to see the bigger picture. And we could get rid of some of the teams and they can go to other teams add on to that and build something special there instead of getting mad and say, hey, I'm going to go get my own team. Or leave a league. Oh, I'm going to start my own league. 
it's it's too much of that going on right now and it hurts the brand that is that is a point that i that i absolutely thought about and i'm glad that you brought that up um a, a question that i got wasn't a question that i came up with but a question from an adp listener former football player wanted to know about the leadership um inside the mississippi lady panthers locker room what does it look like because i think Mike, obviously you've played football. I've been around the game and folding now tackle football for five years. For you folks to be so successful, especially last year, almost winning the whole thing, what does the leadership look like um, in, in the program? Sacrifices for one. Uh, and you have those that will speak up and, and get everybody together. But I think the reason our team has had, has had so much success, you know, it can be a little controversial at times. But it's the sacrifices that we are willing to make. It's, it's, the picture is bigger than one individual. A lot of, lot of, a lot of self accountability. Um, yeah. yeah. So, who's one person that you may look at or speak to during the game or before a game that just gets you like, all right, it's go time? Joe Biden. We have to get it in there. Oh, yeah, we got you know, we're gonna get into something. <laughs> we have to sneak that in. Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe, Joe, getting this done, <laughs> motivating the WNFC to get to the chip. Hey, if if if, if Uncle Joe want to get behind a w, WNFC, make oh, it, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed That's to it. Yeah. Hey, oh, oh, yeah. Come on, through. But I think I got to give a shout out to Casey, it would probably be Casey Hillary. Play for the product. Okay. Who's your NFL team? That was a question I had too that I wondered. She's not. Wait, I'm gonna answer it. I'm. I don't have an NFL team. I like players. Uh, uh-uh, you want? Uh, uh, see, I was. This was whoever wins me money. I can respect it. Y'all got get yo. Y'all on prospects still down there? Or something right? Shout out no, to prospects. We just have underdog. Oh, underdog. Okay, so y'all not. It's not fully legal. English team, the thing is, is her that get you going, fo. Get you ready to turn up and play. English, uh, I have to pray. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say a prayer. So when is, when is the season so, opening? Because I think that's important, too. When is the season opening? And before we, you know, before we forget about when is the season opening? And when, when where can people get tickets? How can people find y'all and support this, this upcoming season? First game is first Saturday in April against the Washington Prodigy at Washington Prodigy. Uh, we have a website, uh, MississippiPanthers.com. Am I correct? I think it's MississippiPanthers.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can go on there. Um, Coach K, hmm? You'll check the social media, Mississippi Lady Panthers. On, on, on. It is not MississippiLadyPanthers.com. <laughs> I said social media. Oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, you can follow us on social media as well. Mm-hmm. But you can also go to the WNFC. No websites and stuff. You can go to the WNFC website. Uh, we have W Score, where you can subscribe and watch the games live. That's dope. Yeah, shout out to W Score, like own streaming service for the um, I think, um, I think WNFC. That's why I watched the championship, but I don't think you've ever said that on here, though. Who me? Yeah, you know, he, he, he I've said it to you personally. Like yeah, I said, I watched, that's how I watched the championship and sh- game. And if you follow.
on my social media, I share stuff all the time. So don't do that that. don't act like I don't promote. I be promoting, bro. Chill out. Don't do that. I got you, Trace. See, the problem is he ain't said it. You know, he don't put it out there. And yeah. she was just talking about that earlier. You don't promote, bro. That's oh. you don't promote. You yeah. gotta get on your job. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you see me. I'm wearing Panthers gear. I got the whole, you know, my whole job. I don't tell you where I work. Um, you know, I got my whole job. Oh, I want to come to a game. And hey, here's something, here's something unpopular. Um, and I was just thinking about this when I said my job. Initially, a lot of people wanted to want to come to the games for the wrong reason. It's unfortunate for sure. Explain that. Um, it's women playing football. There's a lot of. What do I want to say misogynistic? Sure, let's say misogynistic. Uh, I, I, I had a people. question. I, I want to get folks' perspective on the stigma because they have things like the lingerie football league. And, and there is. A, we'll, get we'll, get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But a lot of people want to come for the wrong reason. I tell them, "Come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yo, yeah, come on." But then they get hooked on the game, mm. and and sometimes it's a, like I said, it's it's the wrong vehicle to the right way, sure. to the right path. I feel that makes sense. like you know, so they thinking you know, oh, it's I'm, it's gonna be sexy, and I, yeah, yeah, sure, cool, cool, come on, yeah, it's it's gonna be, yep, you are gonna see them, you are gonna love them, and then they I start watching. Tackle football ain't never been sexy. I don't care. You can put Beyonce out there. She's tackle football. That ain't that ain't nothing sexy about that. That ain't. That's sexy about that. I'm, I agree. I'm talking about B, bro. Oh, my bad. You're right. I wouldn't. Or you or you, right? You were sexy in tackle football. That's, I don't understand. This I can is, be. This is Devon energy. I can be. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> I can be. Anyway. But I do want to give folks respect because that is a stigma surrounding, uh, especially the lingerie football league. That budget is humongous, right? And we talked about. Right. Right, something that we could do to empower women's football is to yo got to get number one a bigger budget. But that budget for that situation, they're on TV. So talk to us a little bit about the stigma, um, and, and maybe give us some solutions on how to overcome um a, a stigma like that. A female's body sale. I mean, yeah, but I hate. I'm not gonna. Listen, I I dislike. That there was a lingerie league and it may still be around because so you wouldn't have played in a lingerie league for the for the bag. Fuck no, no, <laughs> not playing no. But they are paying those players. I gotta Google it. Let me get that, my Google's. I wonder how much. I'm they're sure paying. it's not that much. It's not that much. Curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's it's real. No, it's and real. It's crazy as hell. It and going full speed. It just they weren't properly protected. They're not. But I don't think it's they were crazy as hell. I'm not for to be half naked and we sitting there fucking hitting each other with fucking shoulder pads and a helmet on. Uh, I like, no, sir. There's not enough money in the world. They gave this girl a stiff arm. I seen it the other day on MTV, too. I said, damn, they still doing this. And she stiff on the shit out of girls. Play football. My favorite response when people ask me, they be like, Did you, are you playing in the lingerie league? Do it look like I play in a lingerie league? Look at me. <laughs> like, no, sir. I respect them. But I can't, I'm not gonna do it. I, I would it. love, I would love the support. And I think that's my thing. I think people and I you know, sex does sell, and I think it is a it's a it's a problem, but I, I'm glad that we can shed the light on it because bikinis or a full time, you know, 
a full body suit for football, it's, you know, the, the game is still pure. And I think that, that, that lends to your statement about, you know, people coming out for the wrong reasons, which I never thought of. I, I guess I never thought about that. People are coming out to see, like people are coming out to find mates, you think? They are. I'm not gonna say, Some uh, of them. <laughs> I'm not going to say they come to find mates. They just come to see Some women. of them are. They a lot come of people there to see. see women just do about, in, just do just about anything. No, I mean, that's good. So you tell them they playing football. I'm a, I got a guy every day. I, I want to see such and such from your team. You know, I mean, you probably won't get within, you know, 50 yards of her, but come on. <laughs> watch the game. You know, That's dope, though, man. I, I think it's You still got to pay for your ticket to get in. Right. Still give us so, your coins. You know, we're we going to make sure the players are safe. Um, So you, it's, not, it's not like you're going to do anything crazy. So you can watch no, the game. Something like that? I mean, you say that. Have you ever had, like, because uh, uh, men can be wretched things. So, like, have men ever come up and been like going some creep shit? Have y'all ever had to have to address something like that? I don't think I can't recall. I, don't... I haven't. Well, um, at least, at least yeah. there's that. We're not too far. Yeah. Out. I haven't, and it's dope. I haven't. Not saying it can never happen, but and then. Probably the place we play in. I don't think nobody's that crazy to uh, step out of a line or to even attempt to. <laughs> that and let me tell you something. And you know, ADP. I said this a lot. I'm gonna say it. it it's still, we still live in an open carry state. Oh, do with that as you will. Okay. <laughs> All right. Be a professional. You're. Had your, you know. No, I don't carry it on me because uh, I don't have time dealing with the ramifications of it getting stolen <laughs> or misplaced because I didn't have to take it off or it, it's left in my car. So I'm not one of those type of officers that totes my firearm everywhere. How do you we got some thugs on our team. No, we're a very professional organization. I'm about to say, we're going to keep it. <laughs>
I still manage to get it done. As well. If it's something that needs to be done, I'm going to get it done. I may be watching film and this and that, but if it's a task that has to be completed, I'm going to complete it, but I'm not going to lie. See here and say. <laughs> There's some challenges. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I think that's, the, I, I asked that question because I think sometimes people think that you folks don't take it as serious. And so there is no complications with, you know, especially as a mother, right? I always say there's more of an attachment from a mother to a child than a father simply because his baby came out of her. And so sometimes that, you know, that, that commitment to your child and balancing that with football can be tough. So I'm glad you were able to, to give us that perspective, an honest perspective, because even, you know, as a player myself, that's, I miss plenty of classes, plenty of 8, 8.30 classes. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. We got 6 a.m. practice. It ain't happening. I ain't going. I'm about, to, I'm about to wrap it up. But, Mike, did you have any more questions, things that you wanted to know, things that you wanted to promote? Um, for, uh, this, this may be my last football question, but what does football look like for the next generation of women coming up? Like, one of our, uh, one of our uh, teammates and friends is on here in English. She has a daughter that plays and stud of an athlete, stud of an athlete. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm low key trying to, I'm trying to recruit her back to where, you know, whatever. we'll talk about that later in English, but, uh, oh. <laughs> what does that, what does that look like? What, is, what does that look like for the next generation of uh, women ballers in, in football? I think the, the future of women's football is bright. Uh, I think what we're going to see eventually they're going to get paid. There's going to be more sponsorships. The viewership would be up. Not just our family and friends coming to the games or subscribing to watch this play. It's going to be real big. It's going to be, we're going to have the, the women's NFL. And if the WNFC keeps doing what they're doing now, because every year they're involved and they're trying to make it where that money comes in and everybody is treated equally and is on an equal playing field. And is getting compensated. So I do see one day, I won't be playing, but uh, <laughs> I do see it where females will get paid to play football. You said she'll be coaching, Tracy? Yeah, she got to bow out. We all got to. And that, that's what they say. We coach, coach with me one can. year, coaching kids. Coach with me <laughs> one year. We had a corner. Coach kids, man. Kids. That's a different life, man. Can't coach kids. It was crossed eyed. Why are you laughing? Why is that funny? Shay set me up, Trace. He set me up. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? I didn't set for one. The baby is cross-eyed. Why is that funny? Bad, because he really didn't want to play at all. And one day I had to just ask him. I didn't set four up. I just said, four, you know, hey, you want to come coach with me? I didn't know the team was going to be. You gave it the worst. You gave it a. Trace, I'm going to put it like this. We was terrible. I'm going to put it like this, Trace. We were terrible. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell that lie. I'm like, hey, bro, listen. I'm gonna put it like this, Trace. I don't think I ever want to coach Lily again in life. <laughs> tell him that all the time. You know I can't Honestly, talk about how he does it. He's the saint. You're an angel. I have no idea how you do it. But you know what? Here's the thing. Like being dead serious, coaching little league actually helped me coach women's football. I because all right, so Go ahead, give it to me. well, here's here's know. why. If you get you know men who played the game most of their lives, and I and I actually uh, your guest last week said this, fo. They don't get that a lot of these women coming into football don't know football like like that. Like they may have, you know, been, you know, they might might have watched it. But so certain things may not resonate the same as when you have a man who's been playing football for 15 years. So coaching little league helps me break things sometimes down sometimes to the lower level. And then we'll bring you up to speed to where 
I can say this, this, that, and the third. Like now we're at the point, like, like I said, I coach an O-line. Now we're at the point where my O-line can tell me, oh, such and such was in the three tech. Or, you know, I had I, I had somebody in two, or you know, they can tell they can now we can speak that language. But how many women come out and just have no idea? How many women because I would imagine that if you're coming out to play tackle football, that you have some sort of acknowledgement or viewers something something drew you to this or maybe it's just maybe it's a friend thing i i i guess i don't know that's why i'm asking the question i would say it's less than 10 percent though it's not that many so the majority have some sort of knowledge of the game coming out there mm-hmm. yeah majority it is it's in its change to my opinion in my opinion like yeah, so the, like i said the very first practice we just wanted bodies we didn't care what your football level was just come we'll teach you what you need to know but now it's to the point where if you come oh my god oh okay yeah that, that's about english but um <laughs> What's wrong? i mean this has got to get out there somewhere one way whatever gets you out there that's what we want no i'm talking about this coming yeah. <laughs> go ahead read it you're not gonna read that one so you're not gonna read you that I, I was one of uh didn't know a thing only players i knew were the ones i had a crush on hey i'm not mad at it so you see, so see how that could work the other way. Sometimes we'll get fans to the WNFC because brothers have a crush on players, or sisters have a crush on a player. Fall in love with the game at the end of the day. Yeah, fall in love with the game in the end. But now, like you know, year one, like I said, we just wanted bodies, we wanted people on the team. You know, your shape didn't didn't much matter. We'll get you in shape and stuff like that. But now it's like no, like you come try out. Sure, we want, we want. We want bodies but hey you gotta you gotta look like an athlete now we're, we're getting to that point there's a standard being set yeah, there's a standard now Trace, right. i got a question for you i'm gonna give you a scenario i need your honest opinion <laughs> this was a year one mississippi fan all right you in a game right tie game all right the team got inside the five you stop them on four downs right your offense gets the ball Inside the fucking five, right? Mm-hmm. Calls a timeout, right? <laughs> it's probably seven or eight seconds on the clock, right? What are you going to do? I'm probably going to take it into OT. Inside my five, I'm probably going to take that into OT, B. I'm just, I'm not going to lie to you. As a coach, I put my coach brain on. Obviously, the offensive guys, you're probably the offensive coordinator, quarterback, receivers, they want to chuck it up. But I would, from a coaching perspective, the smart coaching plays to take the game into overtime and let the let the players play to win the game. Uh, and guess what we did? You probably chucked that bitch up. Did you First that? Time, we didn't have enough players on the field. We uh, had to out. And we threw a goddamn LaPaz that what you was gonna have to go <laughs> 90 yards to damn win the game. And it was picked off. Yeah, that's that's, that's bad guess. That's on you. That's, what are you doing up there in the top box? Where, no, where were your antennas? Where were your there. antennas? That lens. He wasn't there, Trace. He wasn't there. <laughs> All right. No, that's real. These women need dedicated coaches. Like, not. So that was one of those moments because they were Trace, I was a thug in Kentucky because they fans in Kentucky. You know what kind of fans they had. Uh, I kicked the damn cooler. That was because I. I, I said, I'll get across the country, too. I said, because I can't believe what just happened. That's crazy. Yeah, that's coaching one-on-one, man. You let the players yeah. play. You don't want to make the decision to win or lose the game as a coach. That's coaching one-on-one, ever. You never want to make And I think that, that game affected us in seeding. Yeah. 
I'm sure it did in, in that league that we were in at the time. I'm sure it did. Like I said, um, I was getting calls, and that's that was one of those times like, yo, yeah, they need uh they need coaches that's gonna be there. So from the five, they picked it off and returned it. Well, they ain't so- have far to go. We was already on their side. Back we had just stopped the wall. Yes. Yeah. The back we had stopped on fourth and go. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was the five. I think it was like the two, like RJ feet was in the end zone. Yeah, I think it was like the three yard line. From a defensive perspective, that nothing. As a coach, I think I could have took it a little bit better. But as a as a defense to come up with that stop, that that breaks your heart. That breaks your heart. I'm, I'm like, we're going overtime. Yeah, let's go. To, to yeah, come up with that, that stop that in the red crazy. zone and not have the opportunity to to continue the game and and play. That's 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 a tough. Which is why you know that stuff like that starts the divide of offense and defense, like we talked about earlier. Because after that, it's real hard to look at the offensive people and be like, yeah, you're supposed to just slide that out or throw that out of bounds. You're supposed to do anything else but turn that bitch over there. Honestly, you want to know what I think? I think it brought the team closer. Mm. They all got together like, what the hell is wrong with these damn coaches? So it really made them tighter. Well, shout out to that coach for bringing the team together. I'm going to ask that. Is that coach still on the staff? Did they learn from the error of their way? Oh, they still they definitely still understand. Y'all silence just told on y'all. <laughs> one is and one not. Oh I, I mean, people learn. I mean, coaching, that's that it happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two people that went. And one of them said he told him, hey, no, this is a bad idea. And I was like, no, no. I'm mad at myself because I should have got in their time out and I was too tired. So I went thinking about it. Oh, they ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> I had been in that time, I probably would have cursed everybody out. Like y'all crazy, but even yeah, that's something that's grown anyway. Like even the play calling has changed from then into now. Like, Trace, I'm gonna give you one more scenario. This is Bro. this is when I left Mississippi. My coach back hat, my coach hat back on. I was I was gonna ask that. I was gonna ask what made you leave Mississippi? Because at one point, four left and played for another team. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to answer that now? Well, you can answer that and then give me the scenario. The culture, the leadership. And how stuff was being ran didn't align to what I sought with what I wanted to do with women's football. So sometimes you have to make difficult decisions. You have to put yourself first because we pay to play. I'm not happy while I'm going to sit here and give you my money and spend all my money when I can go somewhere and be happy. So that uh, that was my decision on why I left. There you go. That's the NIL stuff. I mean, we didn't get a chance to get into that, but that's the NIL transfer portal stuff that everybody's up in arms about right now. It's like, yeah, man, these kids don't want to be yelled at by these old, mostly white men anymore. Yeah. They want to be happy and they want to play the game that they love. But that's, I'm, I'm getting on my soapbox. You got a scenario? Go ahead. Bro. Yeah, I got one more choice. I, I got. Whew. So I when I was. Axel Watches came back. <laughs> I was going to let it go. I thought it was the winning culture. Y'all created a new culture. I I got the answer for that. I got the answer for that one right there. If you go and listen to some prompts in in one of them. So, you know how we talk about the best team there is? In Texas Elite Spartans, well, the team I was playing with at the time. Man, we held. We going, right? We down seven. Because I don't think they scored. I think they only scored a touchdown. Because I think it was like 14-7 at halftime. They scored a touchdown. We scored 21-14. We stop them. We score again, right? I'm like, hell yeah. We finna kick. Kicker. Our kicker was not 
didn't stay there in Alabama. She flew in from Texas, by the way. Damn good kick, right? So we score. I'm like, oh, we can kick the extra point to tie, right? So I didn't turn around because this was a team. We were short, probably 20-some players on the team, if that. So I was like, I'm getting ready to go so I can get on special teams, mm-hmm. all right? Because I ain't finna watch the kick. I know it's going to be good. Routine. It's routine. And then I hear everybody like, oh, I'm like, so I got to turn around at this point because I hear commotion. I'm like, what, what happened? Did she fumble the snap? Did she miss it? We didn't win for it. Uh, with the kick out there in the hole. Damn. Uh, now with the kicker? You went for it with the kicker out there? Not even yeah. the offense. Yeah. Oh, we did a fake. It was a fake? Like a like a special yeah. teams? Oh, damn. I, it was only, only two people knew we was going for it. And that was the holding in the wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, so that brand, and, uh, and that just looks to the point, and, and what you was talking about, Mike, is you got to have, got you got to, if you want to sell a product, you can't be doing stuff like that because it just, it diminishes. No, 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 no. So I'm not going to agree with you. I'm not going to agree with you on that one. I'm, I'm not mad at it. It was just coaching that. me that. That was just, co- he, 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 it was, that was just a bad coaching decision. Why I, I'm not mad. What, what, here, why? Here's why? Why? No, well, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not, because you got on, uh, what's his name? Dan Campbell? You ain't Dan Campbell, Lions. bro. Uh, no, he's in a dead counter. He a damn fool too. Don't do that. He's a, he's a, he lost a he lost a playoff game being aggressive. Dan Campbell lost these folks this playoff game being aggressive. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, that do shit like this. That's what. That's the problem. This is the problem. Don't, don't hate us. You got, so Dan Campbell's an an aggressive coach, right? I would say he is. Yeah. Then, like folks said, to full point. They were shorthanded already. Okay. Players tired, tongues right hanging out their mouth. Mm-hmm. They get that two point conversion. They probably end up holding on and winning that game. I'm not mad at that. I'm not taking. I'm not mad at not taking that game to overtime. But if you're gonna go for it, go for it with your offense. I agree. That's now, if you're gonna go for it, if you're gonna do it, do it. That's you obvious. got the best running back in the league. That's but true. Again, coaching one on one, you've taken the game. You as the coach have taken it upon yourself to say we will win or lose. You're not allowing the players who put in the work, who grinded to make this happen, you're not allowing them to, to dictate the outcome. You're you want to know what the response was? As a coach, you could... As a coach. But you want to know the response from the coach? What was it? He didn't think we was going to stop him. Yeah, see, now that's not... You got to let him You got to let him get a shot, man. Make him drive that shit 75, 60 yards. He made a coach's decision on the play, the play, the actual play call might have not been the smartest, but I'm not mad at the situation. God will go ahead and try to put the game away. And this is the fourth quarter. How? What are we talking about, folks? What are we talking about? It was the fourth quarter. So this play decides the game. It was probably maybe under five minutes. Yeah, you don't get it. We're going to nail it out. But, you know, they were trying to score. They were still trying to score. Although they were up, although although they were up too. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, they were still trying to score. They smell blood in the water. They got because you know you turn my phone volume down. Leave the iPad up, but I don't use. I'm not connected. My phone is not connected to my home internet. So my iPad is, and it was delayed. I can see your lips moving, and I could. I was like, we got to get rid of this iPad. We got to. We got to go to the phone volume. So I ended up cutting it. I was wondering what, what we talking about. Um, we record our uh, audio via Zoom or whatever, and we do the live at the same time. So, all right, but you can hear me now, though, right? Yeah, I can hear you now. We gonna um, 
Um, is we almost on, we almost up out of here. We ain't gonna yeah, stay on too much. Yeah, we definitely up. do. You know that. I got a question for you, Trace. But what position did you play? I played defensive line. So I think sophomore year, I played three tech, five tech, uh, two zero, all that type of stuff on the D line. Um, and then my senior year, I, yeah, that's that's really what it was. I played defensive line, a little bit of outside linebacker when they thought I was cool enough, fast enough to cover. Which that that was never my thing. I'm I like to sack the quarterback. That was. It, it, also, didn't you didn't you have a, a school record or something like that? Or yeah, you... yeah, yeah. For the longest, for the longest, I held a single season sack record and the career sack record. So the game of football, and I that I guess that was my last question for was what what do you get from the game of football? And I asked that because even at my lowest, the game of football always gave me, if nothing else, the energy to keep going another day. And so I hear these stories from not only players that I coached, but you know, teammates of mine just say now that they're in their real lives and, and we all gotta go to work in the morning, you know, how much they miss, you know, a 6 a.m. practice, a 7 a.m. lift. You know, being out there with your teammates and, and building that camaraderie. So tell us, you know, to wrap this thing up, what is the game of football given to you? It gives me a breath of fresh air. Yeah, uh, it, Cause once I step out on that field and I practice, my mind is off of what is going on in the real world. So it, it takes away everything. And it's, it honestly has saved me because if I wasn't playing, I, I probably would have gotten into a depressed stage. But because I had something to look forward to and to go to, and I can go hang out with my teammates, or and I build bonds and relationships with certain of my teammates, that if I need to talk, they're there to listen. Sure. So for me personally, it was just a breath of fresh air. It's something I can go do, and somewhere I can go, and I can forget about everything else that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Mike, what you got? Yeah, I'm fine. Saves lives. You see it. You see it on a regular. Where? <laughs> That's my number right there. Ninety-one. That's the one right there. Oh, don't, don't say. Don't please. Oh, Lord. Come on, don't That's say the one right there. What's the number? Who number is that? What's the number? No shit. That's not her. She's probably right. born. Was uh, she born in ninety-one? I don't know. We don't she's born in um. Because why is she got? Why do she got ninety-one on here? And that's something you have to ask in English. You like add it to the live to ask her. Like, I don't know. No, um, no. Um, see, I was right. 1991. Okay, well, see, great guess. What year were you born? Let's not discuss that. Yeah, we're not discussing it. Right, but no, um, no, no, we're gonna start to wrap this thing up. Um, <laughs> Eighteen fifty though. Yeah, I'm more eighteen fifty though. Um, this thing up. Um, you know, usually we end our shows with solutions for whatever we're talking about. So, well, I think we asked you this question, Conda, already. So, how do you? What What is your solution to to growing women's football? Build the brand more. Grow it. Like I said, think outside the box. Go to those places and, and people who you think may not watch it. Make them interested. Like you got you got to pull what you want. You got to pull them in. 
So that would be my solution. Like I said, you got to think outside the box. Go get that money. Bring that money to the WNMC. I mean, invest in the Mississippi Panthers. Well, y'all that's watching. I mean, we got a couple. We got a couple famous people. I think my homeboy was talking about a couple NBA people. Listen, if y'all hear this, yo, put the money up. Let's let's. We, we got all um yeah. NFL and NBA players is from still. Give back. Give back to the to the places you're from. And it's a hell of a call. Okay, the sip, the sip, and Jackson alone. Like, come on, what's up? We here. Um, Tracy, what you got on the wrap up? No, man, I I would say tonight. Thanks, Phil, for coming and, and and shedding some light on something that I think people have some myths about, some some things that people can't understand. But at the end of the day, I would say football is going to be football. And so if you get dedicated people who are dedicated to learning the game and making themselves the best football players that they can be, you're going to be able to see some entertaining football. And so it, it, it's a pleasure to, to be a part of helping, trying to help the best I can to grow that brand and, and seeing you folks Flourish, and I'm looking forward to seeing y'all try to run it back and, and, and finish the deal this year. Okay, okay, that's a word that boy be preaching. That man be preaching. That's my, my brother right there. But now, nah, um, I'm gonna say this to wrap it up. Uh, in in solution as far as growing it. Hey, people, just come out. Come out to see the sport. We play at a time where there's no other football on. Um, come see us. Just come. Stop asking asking questions from afar. Come see it for yourself. If you go. If you're gonna hop in the players' inbox, go ahead and buy a ticket to the game and come watch it. Like I said, it, it you know it's the wrong vehicle to get to the right place. But hey, come out, come out and support that player. Buy their jersey. Players sell them jerseys now. Buy their jersey. If you, you know, if you, you want to be in the inbox, at least support them somehow. So, right. And um, yo, tell a friend, tell a friend, and I it ain't this like it ain't it ain't just. onto this game and this league and, and this team so come to a game are y'all still recruiting are y'all still recruiting players can, you know? can, can women still come out and, and get down or is it is it up or what's the deal oh. Oh, so you can't come not, out okay. not technically um, a month out um, a month out from the season oh yeah well a month out like it'll be It'll be too much to catch up on as far as, but you can get on and we, we I think we, we were doing a program for the Panthers where there is, you know, potential players that may want to play and, you know, you can still come and work out with the team and stuff like that. I don't know if we're still doing that or, you know, what, what's, what's the status of that, but um, you can do that and, you know, trials come around or what in August, September, something like that. Yes. Um, so we have a October. national playout day. Is it that late? Is it October? I think national trial date is in October. Really? I didn't realize it was that late because we'd be, you know, literally be having practice uh, games too. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe so it's October. National Trial Day is around then. Um, I'm bad with Tommy. Yeah, no, I'm not this, this nigga. Um, <laughs> All right, bro. Yeah, so, you know, that's how you play. Uh, you know, Look up the WNFC on all social medias. Um, Look up Mississippi Lady Panthers on all social medias if you want to follow my coaching page. I'm Coach Shakes. So, you know. And check out Primetime Fo Show on Friday. I was about to say he's so selfish. Well, I say he's giving out the shout outs to follow. I was on the way. I was on the way. Don't forget to tune into the Primetime. 
Y'all have fun when we talking about our Yeah, y'all gotta bring me on for a regular um, talk. You know, I, I can talk about in and everything. You know, I have no filter. Nah, we'll get you back. We'll get you back. But tonight, we definitely wanted to highlight the brand and highlight women's football because, like we were saying, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And then I think it is, it's, it's giving women some real purpose and, and drive out there. So, what happened? You said any. I was not about to read that. <laughs> I mean, we, we got we to, you know, tune into the comments. We're not going to yeah. let our fans just go with her. Yeah, hit up the uh, DMs. She prefer them with locks and dark skin. And, and old. And yeah, she like old dudes. So, you know, you got like a, a worms or something like that. You know, <laughs> Shout, out, she? Shout out, she! Shout out, Nah. What happened? Nothing, bro. Nothing. Go on, wrap it up, man. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> that man married me all that. Next week, family love. It's time for all the podcasts. All done podcasts. Two brothers always keeping it real. It's about the community. We say what we feel. No topics off limits. It's a happy place. Wanna join our discussion and have a taste? It's the all done. from the present and some from the past to one is